The following is from East Delta Baptist Church. For more information, visit us online at www.eastdeltabc.com. How y'all doing today? Praise God. Looks like a good-looking crowd here today. I'll tell you, you know, uh, it, it was an honor and a privilege. Really unsettled last, last night when I got the call real late to come preach. I mean, I got a couple of dates here a week from now, and, and just spur of the moment, somebody wanted me to come preach, and I said, well, sure, I'll go. I'll go spread the gospel. And, and uh, the message that I was going to preach, I looked at another one last night and another one, and, and all night long my spirit wouldn't settle me. And he, he made me, the message I have today is called plugged in, being plugged in. And uh, this is what we got to get as children of God. We got to get plugged in. And, uh, you know, the Bible also tells us to do everything we do with enthusiasm. Are you excited about it? Because people can get excited about a ball game, but boy, when he come to church, boy, whoo, it's like that, you know. Don't have much excitement. I don't know about y'all, but this pollen, boy, is about to wear me out. Has anybody got allergies in here? Man, this has been a terrible year, hasn't it? I'll tell you. So let's go to the Lord in prayer, and let's see what God's got for us today. Heavenly Father, we just come to you. Lord, we won't ask forgiveness of our sins when we fail you, so we can stand here with a clean, pure heart. Lord, I pray you'd bless every one of us here. Bless the message, Lord, that we'd be able to understand and live a life that pleases you. Bless this church. And Lord, the pastor that's on the tornado zone that he's in right now, Lord, we, we pray for protection over him. Lord, bless us here today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If everybody had turned to John 15, we're going we're gonna to get plugged in, and that's what I call this message. It's a, it's a little different message. It's a little different outlook. I'm going to read right from the Bible. Who's all got your Bible with you here today? Amen. Let me tell you something, folks. There's nothing I can do to save you, but the Word of God will change your life. If you allow it to change your life, it will change you. It will make you. It will take you. It will accept you just how you are, and He will change you, and He'll put something in you. That you can't put in yourself. Praise God for His Word. Is everybody there? We got it up on the screen. I'm going to take the Word of God because we do a lot of a lot of preaching in a lot of places where where people are not biblically sound. So I'm actually going to read the Word of God, and we're going to stop and read it, break it down, put it in our lives. Because let me tell you something, to please God, you're going to have to take the Word of God. You're going to have to put it in your life, put it in your lifestyle, put it in your mind, put it in your heart, and God's going to change you to a life that pleases Him. And let me tell you something, I've lived that other life. The Christian life is, is the real way to go. God's life is perfect. God's way is higher than any of our ways, and it's the right way. The only right thing I ever did in my life was when I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ said, Here I am, Lord. That's the only right thing I ever did. And he has blessed me ever since then. He's given me more than I ever dreamed of having. He'll change your life too. And today, that's what we're going to be talking about, getting plugged in. That's what this message is. It's plugged in. And there's, there's a lot of stuff in this little old passage of Scripture. And y'all ready? Everybody got your Bibles out? I'm going to read it. We're going to stop. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about it. We're going to try to put it in our lives. Because let me tell you something. I want to please my Lord. Because I've been a failure at everything else. But I want to please Him today. It's all about Him. It's not about me or anything else. It's about Him. 
Let's read it. It says, Jesus, the true vine. And this is talking about getting plugged in. What he expects out of each and every one of us. And getting plugged in. I'm going to read it. It says, I am the true grapevine. And my father is the gardener. So here Jesus is. He says, I'm the grapevine. My father's the gardener. All right, we establish this right quick, all right? And then he says, he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. Let's stop right there. All right, he, he, he cuts off every branch that, produced, that doesn't produce fruit. He does this in our lives as well, if you'll allow him to. He'll take the bad stuff that's in your life, and he'll groom you. He'll trim you up. He'll make you be how he wants you to be instead of how you want to be. Because let me tell you something. The world's way out here is not God's way, and it's all different today. I mean, they're, they're legalizing killing babies after they're born and all of this, this monarchy that's going on in the world that's just, just murderers. You know, and this is the world we live in today. And God says right here in his word, he says, I am the true grapevine and my father is a gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will even produce more. So see, here he wants us to produce fruit in our lives. And you know, as, as I've gone to preach around the world, you know, we do mission trips all over the world. Africa, Philippines, Honduras, all in jails, prisons, supply preach. We go all over preaching all kinds of people in the world. And, and uh, we're supposed to produce fruit. And a lot of people have a real funny thing about producing fruit. What is fruit? This is what God expects out of each and every one of us to produce fruit. He, say, he says, I am the vine. He says, you, you to produce fruit. He says, the Father will clean you up. He'll trim you up. And he will make you the way he wants to make you. And he says here, he says, and he prunes the branches that, that bear fruit so they will produce even more. So as a Christian walk, we're to produce fruits. I'm going to divine fruits for you. When the Holy Spirit works through me, and I work with people, am I making an impact wherever I am? Parents, are you making an impact with your children? Fathers or, or uh, husbands, are you making an impact with your wives? Grandparents, are you making an impact with your children and your grandchildren? The Holy Spirit working through you, are you having an effect on people's lives? That's your fruits. The Word of the Holy Spirit working through you, you produce fruits. Is people being changed by being around you? Or do or, or you look like everybody else out here in the world? Food for thought. Not my words, God's word. And he says, he, 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 he prunes the branches that bear fruit so they will even produce more. In other words, God will clean you up and he'll make you what you can't make yourself. Let's read on. It says, you have already been pruned and purified by the message I'm giving you. So he expects every one of us to produce fruit. He doesn't expect us to come in church and sit in that pew and do nothing. Or a whole Christian walk. How do you think the world is going to know about Jesus Christ if we don't say a word about it? 
We're all called as disciples. What is disciples? Telling others about Jesus. And you know what? He also tells us to do everything we do with enthusiasm. Be excited about God. Be excited he died on the cross. Be excited that he loved us so much that he was willing to die a horrible death so that we can have redemption. We can have freedom. We can enter the kingdom of heaven. The grave will not hold me either because I belong to him. When my eyes close, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll be with him. And I'm excited about that. Are you excited about that today? I'm excited about that. Let me tell you something. People, I, I see them all the time. They'll stand at them ball games and, boy, jump, jump, and shout, and holler, and, boy, they come to church. And... Run like that. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Our Lord and Savior died a horrible death. One of the horriblest deaths in the world for you and I. That we could live different than all the people in the world today. Them ones in New York killing babies after they're born. I feel sorry for them people. Them babies are going to be in kingdom. They're going to be in heaven. But those murderers that's doing that stuff today, man, they're legalizing that marijuana. It's coming. Can't stop it. It's coming. But we can teach our kids. We can teach them. Got to get plugged in. He tells us, I am the true grapevine and my father is a gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he, he prunes the branches that do so I can produce more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I'm giving you. And here's what he says, remain in me and I will remain in you. Let's stop right there. He says, remain in me. Okay, I see so many people, they pick their Bible up when they go to church, if they take it to church with them, or they just go to church by themselves. They might pick their Bible up once every now and then. You know what I mean? He says, remain in me. How are you going to know him? How are you going to walk with him? How are you going to be with him? How are you going to remain with him if you don't know him? How are you? He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. He says, for the branches. Now, we're talking about getting plugged into Christ is what we're talking about. We're talking about getting plugged into him. And right here, he's, he's telling you, hey, you remain in me, I'll remain in you. And how are we going to remain in him? And we're fixing to get to that in a minute. And we'll just see what God's word says about how we're going to remain in him. And it's going to tell us here in a minute. He says, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. Who's the vine? Jesus is the vine. He says, severed from them, you can't produce any fruit. He says, remain in me and, and, and I will remain in you for a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. In other words, you're hopeless, you're helpless. If you don't remain in him and his spirit dwells in you and remains in you to where you can produce fruit and change the world, that's what's wrong with the world today. People are not taking the word of God. They're not putting it in their life. They're not studying the word of God. They don't pick it up. It's got dust on it. They come to church and they're doom and gloom, but boy, they can jump at ball games. Can we get plugged in today? Can this be a day we get plugged into Jesus so our life will change? I can't change it for you. I can only tell you how to do it by his word, not mine. He says, 
remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. There it is. See, you can't produce fruit if you don't remain in him. In other words, you're not going to have no impact in anybody's life that you're con- contact, you come in contact with, whether you're a wife and it's your husband. I know wives that led their husbands to Christ, and I know husbands that led their wives to Christ. Or you have an impact in your children, your grandchildren, your kids, anybody that comes in contact with you. What kind of impact are they having on you? You know, I was preaching to a little church here a while back, and I, and, I, and I told him, I, I said, you know what? I don't even know why y'all even come to church. I said, why don't y'all just go to the morgue and have church down there? They're all dead down there. Just go be with your own kind. And man, they looked at me like I was crazy. I said, y'all sitting here like a bump on a log. You ain't excited about the Lord. You ain't excited about the Word. And Jesus ain't in your heart. I mean, I'm, I'm a living. I ain't no walking dead. I'm excited about Jesus, and I'm excited to tell you about him, and I'm excited to tell you about God's Word and how to get plugged in, how to get plugged into him. I don't know about you, but I got nine grandkids, and they're not at the age of accountability. They're from 10 to 2. I got nine of them. Man, I know I'm I'm secure. I know I'm going to be in heaven. But, man, I want to know they're in heaven. Every, every Wednesday night, my sons don't go and my daughter-in-laws don't go, but I load up my grandkids and I take them to church with me. The granddaddy, that's terrible, isn't it? Why isn't the parents doing it? They know better, but I can't make them. And, but I take my grandkids to church because I want them to know Christ. I want them to know how to live a life that pleases the Lord, how to get plugged in. And he says, get plugged in. He says, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in him. In other words, you've got to remain in him. You've got to walk with him. When you pull out that white flag and say, I surrender, that's no straddle defense. I surrendered. He said, you're either for me or you're against me. Now, where are you at? You're for him or you're against him? Make no straddle defense. Are you a child of God or are you just playing church? Or is this just what you've always done your whole life? Talking about getting plugged in here. He says, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Here he's telling you, you're not going to be fruitful. You're not going to make a difference in other people's life. If you don't remain in me and let me work through you, you're not going to make a difference in nobody's lives if you don't remain in me. The Word of God also tells us to examine yourself. So today... Examine yourself, not with Ricky's words. Please don't. I'm reading out of God's word. Examine yourself with God's word, not Ricky's word. His word is perfect. I'm imperfect. The only thing perfect about me is what dwells within me. That is perfect. He says, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. And he's, he's telling there, if you don't stay connected to me, you don't stay plugged into me, you ain't going to produce no fruit. You're not going to have no impact on anybody's life. To honor God. 
as Christians, we're not, we're not supposed to sit down in a warm a pew. We're all called to be disciples. That's a command. Go ye into all nations, making disciples, simply telling others about Jesus. And that could be in your community, county. That could be in your church. That could be in anywhere you go. That's a command for all of us if you belong to Jesus. Right there, he's telling you, if you remain in me. Then he says right on here in five, he says, yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. He says, those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. We're not talking about half-hearted there. He's talking about wholeheartedness, isn't he? He's not talking about you straddling the fence at this point. He's telling what you got to do. You got to stay plugged into him. You got to let him reign supreme in your life. You got to take the word of God. You got to apply it in your life. And you're going to see that here in a minute where he tells you that. You got to stay plugged into him because we are the vine. He is, we are the branches. He is the grapevine. And I'm telling you, he said, yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. The only way you're going to have this impact on your kids' lives, your grandkids' lives, your wives, your husbands, your grandparents, your children, your grandchildren, the only way you're going to make a difference in their lives is you're going to have to stay plugged into Jesus. You're going to have to start producing fruit, let him work through your life, and you're going to make a difference. And everybody you go around, they're going to know, oh, there's some different... You know, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I get around people all the time, and I own my own business, construction business. And you know how construction workers are. They, they got them little filthy lips, you know what I mean? They're all the time cussing, da 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 And I'll be there, and one of them will spout off that MF word, you know, and he'll say, oh, oh, Ricky, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said, well, don't tell me you're sorry. You're, you're the one talking like a fool. You ought to look in the mirror and say, man, I look like an idiot. Talking like a fool. I don't apologize to me, and they do it to me all the time. They, they catch me and say, oh, Ricky, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, you did. You said it. You didn't think nothing about it until you saw me standing there. Didn't think a word about it. Just, just talk like a hell. You're all over. You know, don't care. We got to get to a point where we got to get plugged into our Lord and Savior, get plugged into him, and I'm going to show you how. Here he's fixing to warn you. See, he's been telling you how to get plugged into him. He's been telling you. He says, stay plugged into me, and you'll produce much fruit. Stay connected to me and, you, and let me reign supreme in your life and you'll produce that fruit. And here's what he said. He said, yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. He's telling you, you will produce much fruit if you stay plugged into me. And then here's where he's going to warn you. For apart from me, you can do Nothing. In other words, you have no influence, Christian influence on anybody you meet. You have no Christian influence on your children, your grandchildren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, your husbands. You have no influence at all. He says, far apart from me, you can do nothing. He's warning you there. Where are you at today? Is God part of your life? Is he important to you? Are you excited about it? I'm excited about it. 
Because I know I live in a wicked world and I know I got a God waiting on me. I know my name's in the Lamb Book of Life. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to tell people about it. I'm excited to tell you here today how to get plugged into Him, stay plugged into Him so you can produce much fruit. But apart from Him, you can do nothing. So how important is it for us to stay plugged into Him? And that's not half-heartedly. That's not I get up on Monday and I, I don't worry about nothing until right before Wednesday night church service and then I go to thinking about God a little bit and maybe, maybe not. I may get in the parking lot and, and it may just gripe and complain the whole time I'm here. Might show up next Sunday, might not show up for three Sundays in a row. It's not really important anymore. That's what the world says, but that's not what the Word of God says. He says, stay plugged into me. You'll produce much fruit. You'll change people's lives by me working through you because you're plugged into me and he says you can't do it without me you're going to have to stay plugged in you're going to have to make him the master of your life where you straddle that fence get that foot back over say here I am Lord I've been living that life of straddling that fence for so long when he's told you right here he told you how to be fruitful what to do Then he said here, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. You'll produce plenty fruit. You ain't going to have to go up to somebody with a big old banner and say, I'm a child of God. I'm a Jesus bearing, oh, Lord, I got a banner. You ain't got to do that. If you're a child of God and you're bought by the blood and you're plugged into him and you're producing much fruit, I don't got to tell you I'm a child of God. I, you'll know by my walk. You'll know my talk. You'll know how my actions. you know how I am. You'll see me. I don't got to tell you nothing because you're going to see the Lord living in me and I'm excited about it. I'm not scared of it. I'm not ashamed of him. I'm proud of him. I'm proud to be a child of God. I'm proud to produce fruit. I'm proud to love the Lord. I love his word that I may learn more of it and I can live a life that pleases him where are you at today are you just playing church are you real serious about it guys I'm talking about your soul here I'm talking about your wives your husbands you young folks that don't have wives or don't have husbands Your soul's at stake if you don't know Christ as your personal Savior. You don't have to die and go to hell. I see a lot of you in here have little children. Oh, my gosh. They're our future. Parents, these little kids are our future. You know, I know if I get old and I'm in a nursing home, I pray to God he won't let me do that. He's going to let me die at home, an old man. But I'm going to keep preaching the word of God till he does take me home. But I pray for these little ones, man. These are our future. If I do have to go to a nursing home, I want a Christian person taking care of my old rear end. How about you? I don't want a lost person walk in there and let me lay in my old bed for all day long, maybe all night long, and not take care of me. I want a Christian person taking care of me that's got values based on God's values, not the world's values. We got to get plugged in, folks. We got to get plugged in. He says, far apart from me, you can do nothing. And on that one, I'm going to stop right there for a second. Do you know him? Or do you know about him? 
See, there's the difference. That's where the world is making the mistake. They know about him, but they truly don't know him. And how are you going to know him? Study to show thyself approval of rightly dividing the truth. If you ain't studying God's word, you're not going to know him. That's how you're going to know him is applying God's word in your life. Then you'll know him. That's the only way you'll know him. First thing you got to do is surrender. Say, here I am. I want to know you. I've been straddled a fence too long. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, the, we was at a revival here a while back. And they was talking about, and I think it was a Bible study. We was in a Bible study on Wednesday night. And they was talking about the Methodists and, you know, they'll have a drink and this and this. And I said, well, the Baptists go through the drive-thru. We just don't go in the front door, you know. <laughs> he just started laughing. But, you know, that's how we are. That's the way we are. Is that the way we should be? No. That's not the way we should be. Is your life producing fruit? Are you plugged into the Holy One? Are you sold out? Because he says, for apart from me, you can do nothing. And he's warning you there. That's a warning. There is no straddle of fence. You're either for him or you're against him, folks. It's just how it is. It's not my words. It's his words. It's not my ways. It's his ways. I've been reading right out of God's word. If you've been following me. Let's read on. He says, anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. I always ask this question when we go to prison. I'll ask him prisoners. I say, who wants to hurry up and get out of here so you can come back? Boy, them, them like that right there. Boy, no, hey. I'll ask you, do you want to go to hell or do you want to go to heaven? Because apart from him, you can do nothing. Do you want to be gathered up and cast into the lake of fire? Or do you want to be bought by the blood and get this new joy, joy in your heart? And Philippians, he gives you that peace that surpasses all understanding. When things are going terrible in your life and you've lost a loved one, things are not good, your children ain't acting right, lots of things going terrible in your life. And, and man, I'll tell you what, I still got that peace that all passes, surpasses all understanding. When there's no reason I should have peace with the turmoil in my life. I got a mother-in-law that's in my backyard. I put her in a little farmhouse right behind me. She's dying. She's terminally ill cancer. She's, she can die any day. So every day I, I, I went over and cooked her fish last night. When I got Right after I got through cooking fish is when I got the call to come here. But, but I've been taking care of her for three years, so I, I'm watching a woman die every day. And I wonder if she's going to go to heaven. She's going to go to hell because I don't see the fruits. Big concern, big hurt. But you know, through it all, I have peace that surpasses all understanding when I shouldn't have any peace with the turmoil I have in my backyard watching my wife's mother die. And she's got nine kids, and none of them takes care of her. The son in law takes care of her. So I'm the one that's having the turmoil, seeing her die every day. Where are you going to be? 
we're all destined to die. We're all destined to go to heaven or hell. It's your choice. You know, it's funny. It's a, it's a free gift. Why people don't accept it, I have no idea. And let me tell you something. You really get bought by the blood, you're going to be so excited, you could just hurdle them pews right through there. It doesn't matter any given day because you're excited about him. You're excited that he loved you. You're excited that he died for you. And he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So with him, we can do all. We're conquerors. And I've read the end of the book. <laughs> We're winners. If you belong to him, we're winners. Man, that's something to jump, shout, and sing about, buddy. We're winners if you belong to him. Because I'm a part of him. Because I can't do nothing without him. And I know this. Let's read on and see what God says. How to stay plugged into him. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But it, if you remain in me, and here's the kicker, don't you listen to this real close. But if, this is seven, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you. The word of God. You got to take the word of God and you got to plant it in your heart. He said, in the word, he says, but if you remain in me and, and, and my word. Big kicker, isn't it? I mean, he's guilty of not even reading your Bible occasionally. Occasionally, not no hands. I don't want any hands. I don't really care. You know, the thing about me, I don't care where you've been. Care less. What I do care about is where you're going. I don't care if you've been the meanest hoodlum, dope head, Steve, I don't care where you've been, but I do care about where you're going. I hope you get plugged into him. I hope you learn to hide the word of God in your heart. That's what he's telling you. He says, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, in other words, you live by God's standard, not the world's standard. You live by the holy book standard because you're studying it to show thyself approval of rightly dividing the truth. That's a big kicker, isn't it? Remain in me. And my words. That's the begging, isn't it? He's telling you to do two things there, isn't he? Stay plugged into me. Learn my word. Put it in your heart so you can live a life that pleases me. Not yourself. Not the world. But God's standard. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, this is how you truly get plugged in and you start being a person that's producing lots of fruit. You're making a difference and an impact. And you know what's funny? Most of the time, you don't got to say a word to nobody. If you're a child of God and you're living by God's holy standard, you don't have to tell nobody you're a child of God. They're going to know something different to you. You're not going to listen to their filthy jokes. I mean, I have a construction company. I'm around 250 different men for different subs that I use and everything. So you hear everything in the world, you know what I'm saying? All the filthy language. I just don't engage in it. I, I don't want to hear it. They don't do it around me. They start cussing around me, and they, they see me walk up the stairs of a remodel or something. They say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to say that. I don't got to say a word to them. Because they know my principle. They know my standard. They know what I'm plugged into. They know who I belong to. And they know I'm excited about it. 
I'm not ashamed of it. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you're going to live a life that pleases him and you're going to make a difference in all the people you go around. They're going to know something's different in you. They're going to say, man, this guy won't say a dirty word. He, he ain't out here. I don't, I, don't, I don't hear no gossip. I don't hear any of that junk. I don't want to hear none of it. For the thing of it is, it's gossip. It's in the past. You can't change it. I don't want to hear it because I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you said. I don't care what you've done, but I care where you're going. That's all I care about. Where are you going? You can't change one hour ago. In any of y'all's lives sitting in here, you can't change what you did one hour ago. Can't change it. You did it. It's over. It's gone. Let's don't even worry about it. Why gossip about it? Let's let it roll. Let's think about where we're going. Let's think about staying plugged into him. He's telling you here how to stay plugged in. He's saying, if you remain in me, let me be the master, the Lord, and the Savior of my, your life and, and, and keep your words remain in you. And you'll be plugged into him. And you'll make a difference to whoever you go around. He says, you may ask for anything you want. And it will be granted. Let's stop right there. I see so many times, so many people, we get in the habit of uh, when we pray, we pray for stuff. We pray for stuff. Lord, I, would you help me get this new job? Lord, I, I, I need this. Lord, I, I need you to straighten up my child. Lord, I need this. I need this. Lord, I want this. I need this. I need a new job. I need a new car. I want this. I need this. I, that's how we pray. You ever, you ever think about that? Next time you're praying, are you praying for stuff? Or are you just simply saying, Lord, you know my needs. <laughs> Dear God, Lord, I just want to live a life that pleases you. Lord, what's ever in my, wrong, in my life wrong, you fixed it. I belong to you. My business is his business. And I need to stay out of his business and let him work through me because I'm a failure. I need to stay out of his business. Let him run me the way he wants to run me. I want to live a life that pleases him. I don't want to please everyone else. I want to please the Lord. I want to stay plugged into him. I want to make a difference in anybody I go around. I don't want them to have to ask me, am I a child of God? They're going to know. I'm a child of God. I ain't got to tell you, do I? You may ask anything you want, and it will be granted. Be careful what you ask for, because I only ask to live a life that pleases him and let him run my life, because I was a failure at running it. That's all I want from him. That's what I ask from him. When you produce much fruit, you are a true disciple. Whoa, look there. Oh, here we go. If you, are, if you produce much fruit, you are a true disciple. I ask you today, are you a true disciple? Are you making a difference in people's lives wherever you go? As the Holy Spirit works through you, are you making a difference today? In your workplace, in your home, everywhere you go, Walmart, wherever? Are you making a difference? He says, when you produce much Fruit. Not a little bit, not a little tiny, not a little, little twig down here. He's talking about much fruit. You're making an impact wherever you go. Are you making an impact wherever you go? He says you are a true disciple. We have a time limit here. I'm almost through. <clears throat> I don't want to bore nobody to death. 
when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciple. And listen to what he says here. This brings great glory to my Father. Are you living a life that brings great glory to the Father? How are you living your life? I don't know. It's between you and God. Word of God, you know, he, he tells us to examine everything, you know, every word that comes out of your mouth, every action you take, he says examine them. He says, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciple. This brings great glory to the Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey, here we go. Here we go again. Back to God's word. Not Ricky's word, but God's word. He says, when you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. There it is. What did it say up above our talking about the word? He says, but if you remain in me and my words, that is in seven. He says, words remain in you. Then down below that in ten, he says, when you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Where are you at today? Are you remaining in his love? Are you producing fruits, making a difference in people's lives today that you go around? Are you excited about the Lord? I tell you, I am. Skip on down. He says, I obey the Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told these things so that you will be filled with my joy. See, he's telling you here. He's telling you how to get plugged in. He's telling you how to, how to have joy. He's telling you to, uh, how, what he don't like. I mean, he said, apart from me, you can do nothing. I mean, he's warning you. He's telling you how to get plugged in. He's, he's telling you you'll produce much fruit if you remain in me and my words in you. He's telling you how to do it in his scripture, in his written word. He says, you are my friends if you do what I command. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the Father has told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit. Are you producing lasting fruit today? Where are you at in your walk today? Let me tell you something, folks. I ain't perfect either. I'm far from it. But I have a desire to be. And I have a desire to be plugged into him. I have a desire to change things. I have a desire to tell everyone about Christ. I have a desire to, to I mean, we go in some of the prisons and things we go in. I mean, at the Gurney unit, we're in five, 600 men. Some of the meanest men in the world. We don't care. We're going in there to tell them about the Lord. Tell them about his way, not our way. And we go in there, and the reason I've been reading God's Word and breaking it down for you is that's how you are to study God's Word. You are to take it. You ain't got to read 500 pages in one night. Just get, start getting a set of scriptures and read it and say, Lord, what are, you, what are you telling me through these scriptures? And just start breaking it down, putting it in your life, little at a little. You don't got to read 10 pages, one pages, five pages. I read from 15 to 9 
John 15 to 9 is all I read the whole time I've been up here. And broken it down and putting it in all of our lives. My life as well. I need, I need him as much or more as you do. And I don't want to be without him. I've been without him before. I'm excited about him. I'm excited about being here. I'm just about through. <clears throat> She's going to play a song, I believe, here in a minute. But if I, <clears throat> everybody repeat after me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm going to act like it. And produce much fruit. In him you can do all things. We want to open the floor up right now. Guys, come forward. I want to open the invitation up. If you're bought by the blood, maybe you have a little baggage. Maybe you hadn't been quite right with the Lord. We want to open this altar up. If you want to come, just, just put, put a knee on the altar and say, Lord, just forgive me and help me get right. And just get up and go sit down. You ain't got to. God is simple. I mean, he has to be. He deals with me. I'm pretty simple, you know. I'm about as a podunk country hick as they come. <laughs> Praise God. As she plays, we're going to open it up for one song, I guess, here. Yeah, that'd be a good one. So I'm going to open the floors up. If you want to come pray, get something off your chest, feel welcome. Man, you should, you should feel freedom in here. Who the Son sets free is free indeed, John 8:36. I'm free today. And I'm excited about it. I'm not ashamed to hold my hand up. I'm not ashamed to shout. I'm not ashamed to jump. I'm telling you, I'm excited about him. I'm excited about everything about him. Because my life's better with him than it ever was without him. <laughs>